Have you ever noticed that the people who are the most successful and make the most amount of money in any given industry are also the people with the highest skill sets in that field? Guys, my name is Jeremy Smith. This is Thriving in the New Real Estate Market, episode number four. This series is geared towards helping you as a real estate agent make the changes or implement new things that you need to in order to thrive in this new real estate market we find ourselves in here in 2022. And I thought this example was going to be a really good one. Um, I did some I did some research and I looked at the NFL. So in the NFL, the average salary is $2.7 million a year, which is a really good salary. And if you leave it there, you think everybody's making money in the NFL. But I wanted to dig a little bit deeper. So I want to find out who makes the most amount of money, who makes the least amount of money, and what's the difference. And let's correlate that with skill set. So the highest paid NFL football player is Aaron Rodgers. He's a quarterback. He makes $50.3 million a year. Now, the lowest paid NFL player, they don't disclose who this person is, but still makes a great amount of money, right? The lowest paid player makes $430,000. Now, that's significantly less than the average and even more significantly less than the highest paid. Matter of fact, it's a difference of about $50 million between the lowest and the highest paid football player. It's almost like the lowest payer can play, can, the lowest paid player, tongue twister, compared to Aaron Rodgers basically makes nothing, right? So what is the difference between Aaron Rodgers being the highest paid and, you know, Johnny Football being the lowest paid player? What is the difference between these two? Now, some might say that there's a natural ability that some people have that gives them an edge up upon others. They may say that, hey, this natural ability, you know, is, is why it why this person succeeds. It comes easy to them. Um, but I'm in here. I'm going to tell you that that is absolutely false. Now it does help to have natural skills, but it is not going to get you to being number one. Not by any means will that get you to being number one, the highest paid player. There's a lot more that goes into that when it comes to skill development. So what we don't see with these folks is what they do behind the scenes. We don't see the work they put in. We don't see the failure. We don't see the pushing through when they're tired or injured. We don't see the early mornings, the late nights, the obsession over being the absolute best that they could possibly be and being the absolute best in their industry. So we see the same thing in real estate. When you look at who is who of real estate and what they make compared to those that are you know, not doing well at all, it, there's a big difference, guys. So in real estate, unlike football, you know, real estate is a, a self-employment place, right? So you can actually get into real estate and not make a dime. Whereas you go to the NFL, it's a job you're going to get paid. In real estate, you can get your license. You can have expenses to start your business and not make a dime from it. I've seen that happen plenty of times. Or you can be in the top 0.01% and net millions of dollars in, in commissions every single year. I personally know people who do that. So any one of those things and anything in between is completely plausible, right? We can we can make either one happen. But if you got your real estate license, chances are you do not want to be the one not making any money, right? You got in this business because you want freedom. 
You want financial stability. You want to create a legacy for your children. You want to be able to go on vacations and not worry about price tags when you're buying stuff. You've got big dreams. So in order for you to hit those dreams, there's things that you have to do. And if you fail to do them, then the market and the industry is going to punish you and put you at that low end. You see, the reality is, guys, is that we get paid based off value. How valuable are you to the industry, to your clients? That's going to determine how many clients you get and how much money you make. If you don't provide any value because you have no skills, well, then those are the folks that make zero dollars. If you provide a ton of value because you have a ton of skills that obviously you weren't born with, right? You had to go out and and work on these things, then you're going to make more money than the average and more money, of course, than the lowest. You're going to be the Aaron Rodgers of real estate. So what are the skills that you need to master in order to do that? I've got five skills for you guys that I highly recommend that you become very intentional on building. Now, you notice I use the word building. Like if you've ever watched a house be built, you know it doesn't happen in a day. Houses take months. There's a process for it. There's some things that have to come before others. Like you can't put on a roof before you build your walls. So these things I'm going to give you require work. They require intentional, consistent, deliberate work that you are doing to purposefully develop these skills. Don't think, I don't care what you did before real estate. Don't think you're coming into this and that you have these skills already. Humble yourself and go out and learn these skills. And you may have them. Right. But learn them in the real estate perspective. You may have them for something different, another career that you had in your previous life um, that may or may not translate well over into real estate. So focus on learning these skills, being disciplined to learn them. You will in turn provide a high level of value, which will in turn equal into higher dollar bank accounts, more commission checks, more clients and better value to overall better life. So guys, let's get right into these five things. First thing, sales skills. Yes, you are a real estate salesperson. You are in a sales industry. You are selling a product. Your product may not be the particular house. Your product is most likely your service. You're selling you and your service. If you can't articulate to a potential client, the value of using your service, somebody that has a higher skill set to you than you is going to get that client. Guaranteed 100%. Get over the negative connotation of being a salesperson. Salespeople are actually very much needed. Your profession in real estate is actually very much needed. Connect with the fact that you are a salesperson. Work on your sales skills. I'm talking about dialogues. I'm talking about scripts. I'm talking about the ability to close when somebody is having objections. How do you handle those objections? And I'm not saying to convince somebody to do something that's not in their best interest. But if somebody's going to list a house, don't you want them to list with you? Well, you need to have the skills to go in there and illustrate that and influence that person to do business with you. Second thing is communication. 
I'm not sure if you know this, but the number one complaint from consumers about real estate agents to the National Association of Realtors is that we suck at communication. Knowing that, if you can make sure that communication is a strong point for you and your business, you're going to stand out against 87% of the agents out there right away just by shoring up your communication. And what I mean by communication, there's verbal communication, there is um, body language, there's tonality, there's you know written communication. How are you writing your sentences? Are you using the correct punctuation? Um, what's the tone of your email? What's the tone of your text? That all is up to um, is up to interpretation by the receiver. But if you're sending it, you also have a responsibility to make sure the receiver receives it in the way that you intend it. So work on your communication skills and not and not just the quality of your communication, but also the frequency. How often are you checking in with your clients? How quickly are you responding? How are you setting up communications or expectations for communication? For me, I stopped working at 7 p.m. Probably too late. I probably should stop working earlier, but I stopped working at 7 p.m. So I've got to communicate to my clients that. So there's no expectation of me answering my phone after seven. And I do a very good job of that because I know it's important. Communication has got to be a skill set that you develop and are very, very good at. It's going to make sure that you get referrals and repeat business. Third one is negotiating. Two things I tell homeowners they need to consider when they hire a real estate agent. One is their marketing skills. Two is their ability to negotiate, especially in today's market. You need to know how to negotiate. And a lot of agents misunderstand uh, negotiations. They confuse being rude or mean with being a good negotiator. There are books that you can read. There's videos that you can watch. There are actually um, philosophies and systems and processes around negotiation. So I highly recommend that you sharpen your negotiation skills. That is more value more value to your client. The more value you provide to your client, the more money you're going to make overall. So be that trusted person that they can turn loose a negotiation to and know that you're going to win for them or at least do everything that you can, right? To, to put their best interests at heart, negotiate hard for them and get their trust by studying negotiations. Um, fourth one, time management. And these are not in really any particular order. And if I was going to put these into order, this would be number one. Um, but you're now an independent contractor. You may have been a W-2 employee. Maybe you were a teacher or a nurse or a police officer or worked at the railroad or worked at the grocery store. Whatever you did prior to real estate, you were told, be here at this time, leave at this time, and here's what you're going to do in between. You need to now master your time. We all have 168 hours in our week, but why are some people so amazingly productive in that time and others are not? Well, not only do you need to master your time, but you have to avoid distractions and be effective with what you're doing in that time frame. So use your calendar, Google Calendar. I'll go in much deeper on another episode on time management. But that's got to be on point. And lastly, guys, another one that's absolutely critical. If you don't do anything else, you have to do this prospecting. If you're not prospecting two to three hours a day, 
then you are not putting in the effort that's going to be required to reach your goals, especially in this market where we have way more inventory. Homes aren't selling as fast as they normally did. We have less mortgage applications. We have less qualified buyers in the market because interest rates are high and prices are high. They're coming down. But the reality is that they may take a while in order to have an impact on the market. So we have to be prospecting every single day. Prospecting means going out there looking for new clients. This will be another episode where we talk about all the different ways of prospecting. But prospecting in general is getting people to know you, like you, and trust you. How do you do that? There's a bunch of different ways to do it. Find the way that you are willing to dedicate time to, you're willing to practice and get good at, and do that. Guys, my name is Jeremy Smith again. I hope you got value. It is so important to build up your skill set in this new market that we find ourselves in. If you fail to do it, you're going to be one of the 87% that fell out. And maybe even more with this recession that we're in. We don't know what what it's going to look like. But I can tell you this. Real estate will exist in five years from now. There will be agents, teams, and brokerages that made it through this time. And then and they thrive. You can too. You've got to be intentional with what you do. So again, to recap, guys, work on your sales skills, work on your communication skills, work on your negotiation skills, master your time management, and master your prospecting skills. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. Info at smithteamdfw.com. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Give me some feedback. How can I make this better? This is only number four, guys, so we're still improving. But thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.